The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hey, homies. You are listening to It's All Happening with me, your host, DJ Robin. This is a show where we speak with artists, bands, and students about genre-defying music, being a music enthusiast, and the history of music, and more. Hey, homies. It's DJ Robin, and you're listening to It's All Happening. What is up, guys? So... I am back from the holiday season and we're back. We're we're back with some new fresh music and recently I had the wonderful opportunity to interview Felix Ames with my homegirl Sarah. Super cool interview. It was short but it was very fun and I learned a lot. And we were just chilling with Felix. We we're talking about his latest album that just came out entitled Gina. It's an R and B album. So, so good, you guys. 97 Nissan is probably one of my favorite songs on that album. Super, super good stuff. And Felix Ames, he is an up-and-coming R&B singer from Milwaukee, and he now resides in California. And he's about to go on a tour right now in Europe. Super, super talented artist. Even Metal Magazine said that this was his honest approach to discussing themes about his personal life. And then also... It just touched on so many relatable things about love, discovering who you are, finding yourself, and realizing that none of it's even worth it because even when you think you have all the answers, you don't. And a lot of his fans have been saying that it's been really touching them ever since he released his first single, Shoestring. And then Gina, the album, is going to bring in more of a neo-soul sound while it's still going to pay homage to classic R&B. We talked about how he uses TikTok as a tool to expose more of his music to wider audiences. And then we also talk about his tour coming up in Europe. And also, he might be coming here to UNLV to play. So very exciting stuff. I hope you guys stay tuned and keep listening. I'll just jump in with the first question we have. Um, we know we know that you just wrapped up the U.S. portion of your tour for Gina. Um, it sounds like you were in D.C., Nashville, uh, New York City, Dallas, and L.A. Um, how did the tour go? It was amazing. So we uh, we put together the tour before the album even came out, and I was like, I hope people come, you know, because all you can do is, like, try to get the music to people. You never know what's going to happen. Um, and every show was packed, and it was amazing like these are my first headline shows and it was crazy because i've been in such a vacuum that we finished the album like a year and a half two years ago so I, we've been waiting to put it out for so long and the music still hits for me and it's cool to see that the music is hitting for everybody else too like it's, it's the most full circle moment i've had that's awesome um are you able to say why there was a delay with um like putting it out or uh were you guys just kind of trying to perfect some things no so i was negotiating my record deal that was it oh okay and like well good for you for putting in the extra time for that yeah it was horrible it was like grueling but definitely worth it like i mean you gotta it's one of those things that you can't shortcut on you know yeah, and you want to give yourself the best opportunity, too, to, like, actually, you know, make money off of this album. So, good for you. Yeah, I've really been enjoying the album so far. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and so、um, a lot of people actually found out about your music through TikTok. So, how would you say that you use social media to reach audiences or even potential fans? Are you a fan of TikTok? And how do you feel about、um, like artists using TikToks to get ahead and also、um, spreading out their music? Yeah, I think、uh, TikTok is like a tool. I think at any given point in history, there's always the most efficient marketing. Like it used, there used to be no digital marketing, and then digital marketing was born, and it just evolves every year. So like, there's a certain way you reach people, and there's like places where your energy is best spent. And that's like TikTok. I watched it change so many people's lives. I was like, I can't sit here and not take advantage of this. You know what I'm saying? So I think for me, I just try to be natural on it and convey who I am because that's like all I got. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm not gonna do. I can't do a backflip. Like I'm not. I don't have any crazy shit I do, but I just make my songs and like. Like clothes and so I try to just be natural and have that come across, you know. That's really That's good.、Great. Yeah, I think a lot of people too like are like, oh, you know, social media is overrated. But、um, I think social media and just like building up your own platform is one of the biggest tools that artists have right now to lift themselves up and like get in touch with fans. So. Um, that's for yeah, sure. Things and it's it's cool that you see、um, the value in that too.、Um, so we also wanted to know: Is there any artist that you would kind of compare yourself to for people who are just discovering you?、Um, are there any artists that you'd say influenced、uh, how you make music? I would say I'm like I don't like to compare myself to people, but I would say I'm like the the new. I, don't, I'm, I always need. I always make sure I say the right words so things come off the right way. But I think I'm like the new iteration of soul music, you know. I think like I pull from Maxwell, Maxwell D'Angelo, music soul child like Erica Badu,、um, and like old random dish too. I'm a record collector too, so I like just listen to a bunch of. I just love music, so I pick it apart, put it back together, and find what I like. Whether it's like a texture or a certain instrument or a certain tone or a certain melody or a certain harmony, I'm just like a Ike got on dish all the time and.、Uh, I can't remember the question. I just remember. No, no, that's cool because I'm literally the same、that's、way. Yeah, no, that's an awesome、um, answer. I'm literally the same way. I, I, I love picking apart music. I love going out and finding, especially like at thrift stores or even like going like record stores and like like finding artists who I like and then buying this record that I never even knew that they put out in the beginning of their career. And like you just find out even more songs. I feel like that's super cool. Yeah, and I think too is like there's so much magic in music that was never really discovered. Like, I find some that is so obscure. I always pick them just off the covers. Like, either they're funny or they amuse me, or for some reason I just like them. And like, I found some real weird, like tinky tonk, like country kind of.、Uh, I don't know. There were like it was like country soul music that these, it was this guy named Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers, but just like just like that where. I'm just like chilling at the crib, smoking a joint, listening to this album, and trying to like put myself in this guy's shoes. And I don't even know like his level of success. He's probably barely living off the music still, or like it wasn't a huge success. So it's like, what was his story like? You know what、yeah. I'm saying? How was he feeling in this moment? That's just really cool. It's like a time capsule. Oh, definitely.、Yeah. Agree. Music is like the closest thing we have to like、um, a time machine. It's like the closest thing. It's crazy. It is. It's it's really weird, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that so much music even sounds so high definition back from like even fifty and sixty years is crazy. It's like, what do you mean this was made in nineteen seventy two? 
And then obviously, you know, they do make the remasters, you know, years later, but even like when I still play records, I'm like, how did they do this? And like, how did they get the reverb right? Like you can hear how the guitars are so clean. And they used to have, uh, like bands used to rehearse before studio sessions. Like they used to get the music ahead of time, rehearse together to like perfect it. And then they go to the studio where like now it's kind of the yeah. opposite where you go in, come up with the idea and make it right away. Or that's like how I do it. It's like a jam session. Yeah. No. So it's just interesting how like doing things different ways can kind of get the same result. Yeah. But there's certain things like the band, you can get the same feeling from having a full band that's rehearsed or just like me and my friend in his living room. You know what I mean? It's Which yeah. is really interesting. No, I love that. It's like, and also you guys, I know you guys do like hundreds and hundreds of takes to put the right one on the album. So that's just true. I don't I don't do very many takes. Oh, okay. I don't do very many takes. I, I like, I took vocal lessons for a lot of years. So I like really, uh, um, very anal about that issue. And I just really, I don't like wasting my time. So I'm like, I try to do like a couple takes and then just go from there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really hate wasting my producer's time. That's what it is. <laughs> I get so uncomfortable because I'm like, this guy's sitting here listening to me like off this note up a million times. I feel so bad. It's like, damn, is he judging me or what? <laughs> I know. And he's like my best friend. I've been working with him for like four years. And I'm like, uh, still self-conscious about it. Nah, you're <laughs> all good, though. I mean, you have a beautiful voice and you make super great music. And it, it, yeah, like you were saying Thank earlier, you. it does give me like old school R&B vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So we noticed um, for Gina that album is licensed to Def Jam Records. And just want to say congratulations um, for signing with Def Jam Records. Um, so can you talk about what exactly that music license means and how how did that happen? How did Jeff Jam say, yo, Felix, we want you on our team? Like, that is yeah. crazy amazing. It was, uh, thank you, first off. I think, uh, so, what it, so basically I own my music still. They license it from me for a term. It, what it means and that's why it took so long to negotiate um because they wanted to own my music and my lawyer was like no and they were like yeah my lawyer was like no and we like completely walked away then eventually they're like okay well uh, you know what i mean so that's just like the business part of it but it, it happened from tiktok so the ceo tenji i think we have a we have a mutual friend and he sent him my album because i had finished the album i had just finished the album and then i was like shop i was planning to shop it around or like make something go viral to then sign to a record label and put the album out. And the CEO texted me like, I love the album. Like we got to get up soon. I said, stay less. Boom, boom, boom. At the same time, I was like talking to this manager. I was talking to multiple managers trying to like vet everybody. Cause like there's a lot of people trying to work with me and a lot of weirdos trying to work with me like all at once. And I had to just feel people out. So I was on the phone all the time, but then eventually they're working with my manager I have two managers, Cam and Justin. So I started working with them. We had the meeting with Def Jam. We pulled up and I told them exactly what I wanted to do. And then just took some time to negotiate it and we put it together. And then this year we've just been putting together everything else and like building the world out. So it's exciting. Next year is going to be really like this year was a setup for next year, basically. That's awesome. Yeah. So would that technically be um, you? So you're technically still considered an independent artist then? Um, because no, because I'm still signed to the major label, but I just okay own my music. Not every artist that's signed to the label owns their music, but if they have a good lawyer, they do basically. <laughs> I need gotcha. your lawyer. <laughs> that's yeah. that's really cool. Um, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, 
Um, so switching gears, we wanted to talk about the album art for Gina. Uh, it kind of looks like you're underwater in the picture. How did you guys create that cover art? Um, is there a connected meaning with the album? Yeah, so I was actually, I had the flu really bad when, because I had, so I flew to, we had flights to, or I had flight, a flight to fly to Sacramento where my creative director was living. Uh, and we had everything booked. It was thousands of dollars to like set the shoot up. We had the Airbnb with the pool, the photographer, all the underwater gear and fish. And I woke up with the flu and I like could not move. And we went and I had to be, and I get there and the pool's cold. So we're in this cold pool. It was cold in Sacramento. And I, I'm just like sick as the whole time. But what I wanted to capture was like, so orange is a main color in the rollout because that's like the color I see when I close my eyes, that like deep orange. And that same feeling is like congruent for me to being underwater, the stillness, you know, it's like, I think I want people, I felt this certain stillness when I was making the album and I wanted to put people in that headspace when they consume the album, mm. you know? Oh, okay. So it's so like was, more of like an essence than like a actual like water theme. Right, exactly. And like water is just very universal too. I think it just, it was more the feeling that I was aiming for, yeah. Yeah. So it looks like you're also holding someone's hand. Is that, a, is that any special meaning or was that just kind of how it yeah. came when you guys shot it? No, so that, um, I wanted it to be kind of ambiguous, but like it was, because it's unclear if I'm like holding their hand or they're helping me or I'm saving them or whatever. I just think that represents uh, the way we need each other as humans. And like that we also need a higher power. And it's it's kind of like however people interpret it. Everyone has said something different, but that's what I was aiming for you. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I appreciate the the thought behind it because I think that makes it even more special for you to have a really uh, important intention to the to the album and, and to the art too behind it. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a favorite song from your album or any track that you feel like resonates with you the most? I feel like right now it's two million. It changes like monthly. And I went through, every song has been my favorite song at some point, but right now it's two million. Like, for the past few weeks that's cool that's that's definitely one of my favorite it gets stuck it's, it gets stuck in my head every time i listen to the album we really like 97 nissan i love um, it yeah and then of course there's like shoestring and all of the like bend and break or sorry bend don't break all those kind of things um but yeah those obviously are like people love those and then two million and 97 nissan are like the little nuggets you just find too yeah so, that's really cool yeah um so like i mentioned um to you earlier we have been following your work for a little while um i've been really impressed by your musical talents it's really cool to see wh what you've done and where you're gonna go um can you talk a little bit about your evolution as an artist over the past few years however long you've been making music um and where you kind of want to go next yeah so i've been making music for a really long time like eight years and i think like for me there's a certain patience that has to come with it because I was never in control of this and I'm still not in control of this at all. Like it's playing out really well, but I had, I don't know, I was putting forth the same effort five years ago and not getting any results. So it's just like, I think I have a certain amount of gratitude that allows me to just keep pushing, you know? And like this album, I treated with so much care and the next album I'm going to treat with so much care. I just really care about the shit I do and what represents me. So I think, 
that's kind of the next phase. So you think like however long you've been making music is kind of a driving factor to keep you going forward and keep you pushing? I think I don't have a choice really. Like I have to make music and that's like the, the they say like the most broken people have like the most beautiful shit to say. And it's kind of true and I don't like romanticize struggle by any means, but I think there's a certain beauty in like uh getting through hard times and that's universal and relative obviously. It's just what it's just very clear to me that it's what I'm here to do and I'm so committed to it and feel it so deeply and have seen the effect it can have on people. So I'm like, you know what I mean? I have like a I'm married to it. I'm married to the game. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Yeah, we got you. Don't worry. Um, once again, thank you so much for meeting with us today. Um, it's really cool to hear you talk about this. Um, I hope we can keep watching what you do. It sounds like there's an oh, album yeah. on the way, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah, in the works, in the works. That's thank great. you guys so much for having me. Thanks, Felix. It's really cool to talk with you and meet you. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, and if you guys much. have any spring festivals, uh, let my management know because I'm like trying to do a a spring like college run so yeah. anything like that i would love to be a part of oh my god you guys that was the amazing interview that i had with felix my co-partner sarah and i had the wonderful chance to interview him it was super fun it honestly felt like we were hanging out it felt like we were back in california even though we weren't his new album gina it is on all streaming platforms and some of my personal favorite songs I've been listening from that album are 97 Nissan and Taxi Driver. And also, Felix is probably going to be in Las Vegas, I want to say, very soon. So you guys definitely stay on the lookout because he might be playing out here. See you soon. Bye. No, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, don't wait for me. Same sky, different eyes. Leaves falling, it ain't autumn, it ain't all what it seems like Wrong place at the right time You found me, but you can't change me Yeah Let's get lost I say a lot about the things that I don't know Hooked mm -hmm. on a feeling Don't hold me any closer, you're making this high Ooh It ain't strangers no more You want it all and nothing at all oh, 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 yeah. All you know is diamonds, yeah While well, I was waking up to the sirens That we are not the same, love I was rolling with the tank, low In the 97 Nissan I stick to talking about the shit that we agree on I know I'm hard-headed You put up with my shit, I'll give you credit But we know that the sun ain't setting Let's get low about the things that I don't know Hooked mm -hmm. on a feeling Don't hold me any closer You're making this high Ooh. I don't wanna say too much I don't wanna stay too long No, we don't gotta talk about us We can take the pressure off We're just strangers, it ain't strangers no more
wanna say too much, I don't wanna say too long, no We don't gotta talk about us, we can take the pressure off We're just strangers, it ain't strangers no more You want it all and nothing at all oh, yeah. Quand la vie vous donne des citrons, ne posez pas de questions. Thank you. 